You ready? All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all the latest and greatest ongoing manga releases. My name is Joshua, son of Joseph, a.k.a. Jesus Christ. That makes me a JoJo, proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. And with me again this week is Gautam Speedwagon, my partner in weekly manga crime. Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm going to color comment, commentate like every everything you do. Great. Going forward. Cool. Nice. Uh, please keep in mind for all major discussions, we will be talking spoilers up to the current chapters. Um, this week, we're going to talk about uh, Blue Box by Koji Mira, the romance, Wall, uh, I almost said Wall Street Journal, weekly Shonen Jump series. Uh, that's on chapter 78. Leviathan by Koroi Shio. That's a newly translated for us in the West series about a lost spaceship mystery crew. Um, and chapter one of Cypher Academy, which is a new series by. Uh, lauded Japanese author Nisoi Isin and art by Yuji Iwasaki. So uh, let's get into the news because there is a lot of news this week. Yeah, there really is. Uh, we'll start off with quick sales stuff. Again, this is sort of a, we sort of get to sales a week or so late. So this is, I think, uh, the seventh to the thirteenth, and it came out you know, last week. I think on the maybe the sixteenth, like the first day. Uh, we start kind of tracking this week. Um, interesting here to me is that One Piece and Hunter x Hunter are the top two entries, and they've been on sale for more than a week. Usually, when something new drops, um, it takes the top score for that week. Uh, but this time, we've got... And if you look at the top three, right, you've got you've got Slam Dunk. It's, so the top three series are all from the 90s. Hunter x Hunter might have started 2001 or something like that, or 2004. But these are all old series in the top three. How, do, how, do you, how does that make you feel? Honestly, it's, it's it, it makes a lot of sense. They're all good. Uh, and it's like uh, all these series capture like the older generation of people who like me, who yeah. like watch Hunter Hunter, Yu Hakusho, all that stuff, uh, as well as like new new people. So even people who don't read manga anymore probably still go out and buy their One Piece volumes, you know? Yeah, there's a, I know there's a lot of famous streamers and people that I watch that are, you know, I've asked, hey, do you read manga? What do you read? And they say, no, I don't read manga, but I do read One Piece. Or like, no, I don't really watch anime, but I do watch One Piece. Um, it's peak fiction, baby. It's very, very good. Yeah, interesting stuff there. Not gonna, the rest of the stuff's pretty, uh, nothing super notable. Eurocamp breaking top 10 is pretty pretty wild, oh, in my opinion. That's I thought that was a much smaller series than selling uh, almost 100,000 copies. Um, in four that, days. Look at that volume cover, man. That looks like a psychological thriller. Yeah, it it definitely looks a little dark. I've I've read this. It's it's Eurocamp in manga form, and you know I know you and I both like the Eurocamp anime That's a lot. Great. So yeah, the other thing's um, Awashi here, which is Blue Lock. Um, that's the that isn't got a new anime, and that is rising rapidly through the uh, through the ranks. Um, there's another blue on here, Blue Exorcist. Uh, bottom left. Yep. Um, I'm surprised that it's still going. I, yeah, because I tried, I watched the first season of that anime probably like eight years ago, seven years ago or something. It was not, it was not good. I would have been much more willing to sit there and watch something, and I remember not thinking it was good, so it must be really bad. I have less less patience now for things like this. So the thing is, I read the manga, right? And um, it's the same thing over and over again, so you're right. Yeah. Uh, it's just the main character being discriminated against, for, and that's like the biggest plot drama yeah because he's like half devil or something right or full devil yeah I yeah i don't know if it's still like that or whatever but it, it, it was like that for way too long 
Yeah, no idea. I have no idea. This number ten, the Fable Second Contact. I have never heard of this. I'm I'm curious to check it out because it's I mean it's doing numbers. So I like the art. Yeah, yeah, it's art looks good. This is uh, total. So that was individual volume sales. This is total sales. It's sort of the same thing, although Chainsaw Man comes in because um, even though its newest volume didn't break that 50k to hit the top ten, um, I think it was like at 12 or something if I remember right. But all its older volumes are now selling like hotcakes, so it's number two. Um, it's also this interesting thing with stuff that drops online, you know. Um, mm-hmm, that's true. Uh, Although yeah. Japan still, I don't maybe not necessarily primarily, but Jap- most all of all of these sales are physical. Ninety five percent. Well, yeah, these are all physical sales. Yes, but they are ninety five percent from Japan. I think these do include Western uh, volumes, I believe, but the Western volumes make up a tiny percentage of. Uh, of total sales stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, other stuff on the news. Uh, Isayama, the author of Attack on Titan, was at Anime NYC, which was last weekend. Um, things that I saw a lot of tweets about were he, you know, kind of said, I, you know, felt like I made mistakes, blah, 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 broke down a little bit and got a big round of applause for the ending of Attack on Titan, which has been controversial. I think it's good. I think it could use a little bit more room, but I think it's the, all the choices made were correct, so I don't know why people are so bad on it. They're small-minded and dumb. If we come back to this week after week, but I think it needs to be said that people need to chill out and realize these people are human, and not, yeah, sure. not even like celebrities where they have exorbitant amounts of money. They're like hunched over a desk for most of their lives. No, so. yeah, these, I, I mean, I've seen Oda's house. Oda has a pretty nice house. He's like the most successful, probably the richest uh, mangaka around. And his oh, house sure. is, you know, if it was built in, I'm trying to think of like, if it was a house in like, you know, Salt Lake City, Utah, like, right, which has like a pretty probably average uh, housing thing, it's probably like a $4 million house. Like, it's nice, but it's not like some mega mansion. Yeah, these people are not movie stars. Um, my My note here was just that, I don't think if he was giving this this speech in Japan, even if people supported him, I don't think he necessarily would have gotten, you know, hoots and hollers and cheers. I'm glad that New York City um, and the people in attendance were able to sort of boost him up. I, um, The next note here is that he does not have plans to make another series. I wish he would. I think Isayama is one of, is just a, such an excellent writer and just has that that extra little thing that so many authors don't have, that, that nuance and excellent foreshadowing um i'm pretty sure he said for years that he just wants to like run a uh, run a hotel with his wife and i think that's what he's going to do he also has made you know probably a good chunk of money from uh you know attack on titan is very very popular so it's probably also a pressure thing it's like same th- same reason why george r. r martin dropped like a bunch of books in a row and then yeah as soon as everything got super popular it takes like a really long time uh, yeah i mean attack on titan also i mean yeah. it also started being published in like 2006 i want to say and stopped last year like it was it was very uh 2009 yeah okay 2009 to 20 so it was i mean 12 years of his life devoted to a single a single series um which is a long time so so the other big thing at anime nyc convention was um kodansha which is one of the 
they are a Japanese publisher, but they they publish things in the West also. Announced new Western translations for a lot of series. Um, the highlights for us here include Darwin Incident, Darwin Jihen, which is the story of a half-man, half-monkey man dude raised by vegans, which is, again, sounds goofy and is one of the best things I think I've read this year. It's, it's so wild. I By no means should it work this yeah. well. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be good, and it is, in fact, like very, very good. Um, which at Atelier Kitchen, which is like... Which had a atelier, but a kitchen, which is like a they, but they cook. It's like cute. Um, and then Origin, which is I think is the series that Boichi did before Doctor Stone. I and he think did Sun Rock Ken. He did do Sun Ken Rock. Um, I was a Sun Ken Rock. Okay. Sun yeah, Rock I'd... Ken. I don't remember. I'm, yeah, I'm Origin. Sure. Let me see if I can get to the order of stuff. Uh, da, 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 origin. Origin is before Dr. Stone. Where's the publishing time? 2016 to 2019. I think that is... Is that during his Dr. Stone run? Maybe he just did this? 2017. That's hard to believe. Yeah, he just did both, I guess. Oh, wow. 2016. Yeah, he was just doing both somehow, I, which is wild to think about. But Boichi is a, an amazing artist, so I don't doubt it. I mean, he also did... Um, he also did like a couple of one piece like redraw chapters during that yeah, that was the uh, last year the year before so he did the ace uh like he did the ace, ace side, side chapter story. which i think was three yeah. or four chapters yeah that was good which is super good yeah um so that's cool we're going to be getting those in the west eventually um uh ichinosi no taizai which is the ichinosi family's deadly sins we'll talk a little bit about it later um chapter one in just two days surpassed the total number of views of rory dragon um, That's on digital. That is insane. Um, and it's, yeah, I, this, this was unexpected for me. I expected it to do well. Um, Takabe's original sin was good and popular and sold well. I did not expect it to do more than the like super simple, ultra broad appeal, cute dragon girl in school, which, you know, just absolutely blew everybody out of the water with digital views. I think it was like the most viewed, maybe second most viewed day one thing. Um, on Jump Plus, or on Jump Plus, on the uh, just on the digital side. But yeah, I, I mean, it's good. I'm I'm excited. I hope it keeps doing numbers like this. Yeah, those are crazy numbers. Yep. Um, a couple of things in the football slash soccer slash Blue Lock area. Um, Blue Lock passed 13 million copies in circulation for its 21 volumes. Um, the anime boost here is huge. I believe before the anime was published, it had something like eight or nine million. So it sold like four million volumes in two months, month and a half. Um, really big. Blue Lock is definitely one of the one of the biggest hits of, uh, of fall season here. How is it? It is wild. It's it's well animated. I think I watched some of the first episode. Um, it's well animated. So and it's it's uh, the premise of it is wild enough that lots of people like it. So cool. It's good. Um, Oshinoko by Aka Akasaka and Mango is going to be on break for two weeks. This is just a funny one, I thought, due to, yeah. um, they, the release, the little release that they put out was like, due to, like, honoring the end of Kaguya-sama, which is, um, Akasaka's other, uh, series, which he writes, so he's, two series that he writes, it's just to honor Kaguya, this is out of respect for the end of Kaguya, we're taking a break from his other series. He's just taking a vacation, I guess. He finished yeah. He finished again, something that was like eight or nine years 
of manga and he just wants to take a break and so you have to play apex legends man and uh that new season came out uh it's like that uh image online of obama giving himself a medal yes (laughs) it it absolutely is (laughs) i'm also curious to see the last kaguya volume i think will be I think will be middle of December. I'm curious to see how that sells. I'm going to guess it sells really well. I don't know if it'll oh, be number one because Kaguya, Kaguya generally doesn't break top 10 That from what I've seen, but we'll see. It's getting a, a movie and... The movie is coming. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So it's going to get a bump somehow, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, separate from Kodansha, another Western uh, English translation, Gachi Akuta, which is the trash manga by uh mangaka named Kei Urana who is a previous assistant of Okubo, who's uh, famous for Soul Leader and Fire Force. So a very popular guy. He's an assistant for that guy for years. Um, he's got his own thing, Gachi Akuta. Something, it's like Trash World. I can't remember exactly what the translation of it is. but uh, Trash Team. I don't think no, it's that, Trash Team. It should be for the alliteration. Yeah, Gachi, I think it's... I can't remember if it's Gachi or Akuta. One of those, I think it's maybe Akuta. One of those is Trash or Garbage. Um so anyways, it's something garbage, garbage world, garbage power, something like that. It's a pretty good series. I like it a lot. Um, we don't have a timing on it, which is disappointing because we're already 40, almost 40 chapters in. This is, I mean, I could dedicate a whole a whole two-hour podcast to this, but this is the issue is just, no translation. The fan translations are going. We have names and certain you know abilities or whatever in one way. We have, you know, a name, Gachiakuta. They're probably... I don't know if they're going to westernize it or not. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but Keirana, I follow him on Twitter. He's pretty involved with fans and even with, with Western fans. He's pretty continually engaging with, like, Spain and France, saying, like, I know you like it. It's coming, too. The, this translation got announced for a lot of different places. Um, I think France and a couple others got it earlier, and then this announcement was... Uh, English-speaking Spain and maybe one or two others, Brazil, maybe was the other one. But excited for that. I think that's a. I think that's a good series. I think when that gets an anime in a year, year and a half or so, I think that'll be a good one. I think people missing Fire Force or between Fire Force seasons will uh, enjoy that a lot. Um, this one is fun. The NHK, right, the the Japanese sort of national broadcasting thing, um, has requested that Netflix remove all of its titles from the service for, for all subscription tiers um, because Netflix launched a new ad-supported subscription tier. And this is against their uh, laws, essentially. So they are... Yeah, they're essentially saying, hey, if you've got NHA content, NHK content on Netflix, take it off because you're breaking our laws. So I don't huh. know if that uh, probably does not affect us over here in America watching things. I don't know what NHK content that that might include some anime. Um, the NHK well, like, does broadcast anime. The NHK broadcasts uh, One Piece, I'm pretty sure. So we'll, we'll see if that affects anything. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, money will exchange hands and all this will get sorted. Anime is way too popular on Netflix for them to kind of just sacrifice it yeah. or remove everything, you know? Yep. Uh, we'll see on that one. I'm, I'm curious. I, I think you're yeah, probably yeah. right that they'll come to some kind of agreement, but I do appreciate an entire government putting pressure on Netflix that paying for a tier and getting ads is, is pretty shitty. It's supposed to be one or the other. 
I agree. At the same time, it's like one of those situations where I find it hard to root for the Japanese government <laughs> because they, they're they're so old school, you know. And yeah, I mean they're very they conservative. Very, yeah, yeah, not media literate. I mean, you could look at how our own government is extremely internet media illiterate. I, the Japanese government is probably even less so. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, last thing, because this is recent, this happened yesterday, I think, right, on the 22nd. Um, mm -hmm. Japan wins against Germany in football, soccer, World Cup. Uh, here, and here's the reason why. The, Japan's coach showed the team One Piece film red the day before, and that's why they won. They said that. Um, and they were, the other cool thing here, this is tying back to uh, Blue Lock, uh, the team was also wearing jerseys designed by the Blue Lock mangaka Yusuke Nomura, which is cool. And if you look at the jerseys, they're straight out of the straight out of the manga straight out of the anime so that's awesome that's pretty cool yep and you know i guess idols idols do run the world huh i guess so yeah <laughs> so that's it for news for the week anything else uh of note you wanted to bring up uh no um that one author hasn't drawn that anime girl in real life this week so oh i can't really talk about that no he did well, I think it dropped. Oh, he, I think it. I think it was the same day. No, he, I'm, he did. I, oh, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. I'll find it. Um, All right, that's what I'm talking about. Because I remember seeing it like that night or something. Uh, I remember seeing it that night and going like, "Oh, here's a weekly thing." Yeah, because oh, we I mean, we talked about yeah, uh, Reiji Mia. He's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rent a girlfriend author. Um, he, yeah, he draws like weekly. 14 hours. I'm like absolutely sure. 20th, 20th. I'm like, yeah, on the 16th. He drew, he had, here, I'll. If you, I don't, you can't see my screen, but if you go to the stream, I guess. On the 16th, he drew her like laying down in a futon. I'm pr actually, I'm pretty sure he drew over his wife for this, maybe. This might even be even worse. <laughs> oh my God. He totally did. I think, because there's like, there's someone in those covers, right? Yeah. I yeah. Was like, that, I'm, that, that... I'm pretty sure he drew over his wife, or well, I, he has kids, but I don't know how old they are. I think they're that, young. That, I don't know. That's even more nuts than the last it's, one. It's wow. a little nuts. It's how, also how, genius. It's also just absolutely it, genius. I can't. I cannot I, fault I him for this. I can't find that line anymore. It, it, I can't find the line. It's great. It's crazy. I love it. I love Talk, to see it. Here he is talking about how many likes he's gotten. I can't. I don't. I don't know enough Japanese to tell you exactly what this says, but they, he's it, just it, saying thank you for. Thank you for, for sixty-two thousand. Thank you for six, yeah. Thank you for. Hey, scroll up real quick. Translate that first tweet. Uh, oh, what this one says? Yeah, it, the very the original Tra one. Travel with her. Uh, He's scroll all the way up. This is the first tweet. Yeah, yeah, uh, that one. What does that say? Travel with her. Oh, okay. Yeah, was, you're, you're delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was, we'll make this a staple of the news. Just say, hey, his. Uh, did, did Reiji Miyajima tweet a picture of, of Chizuru in a strange thing? Did he draw over his wife with his... Uh... Uh, I think, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that and let's, let's see rate it on a, on, on a insanity scale. Yeah. Uh, this one's and... a little bit more insane than last week. Last week, it was normal. Uh, normal this, this, this is a 9 out of 10 on the insanity scale. I'm reserving I, the 10 for when you're, he truly you're, you have You're new to this, and also yeah. you do not read Rent-A-Girlfriend. This is like a six. This is like ab slightly above average. This is like totally that's, normal. He's drawn that, some I, that's much more wild stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. 
Okay, uh, let's get to weekly discussions. You're going first this week, and you're going to bring good old Ranger Reject, which has been our favorite for uh, the last couple of of weeks, because it's been really good. Yeah, this is by uh, Negi Haruba, who's famous for Quintessential Quintuplets, which I like. I don't think you read or didn't read much of it, but I thought it was very good. Bad ending, but what else is new? Uh, Yeah, Ranger Reject uh, just finished up one of its most compelling arcs, um, and now it's kind of starting a new one. Uh, in this chapter, our protagonist, who's amazing, uh, D meets up with that crazy chick. I forgot her name. Um, um, uh, yeah, I sent it to you the other day. I can't remember. but uh, And they're trying to do a murder. They're trying to do a full-on family murder right now. Um, I don't know if D is. I think he's just kind of getting pulled along with the flow. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a Reddit comment on the, the thread. It's like, no way he no way D kills a family of three because that would make him completely unsympathizable. Like, yeah, for sure. Su- Suzukiri is the name of the, the crazy girl on screen. Suzuki, yeah. yeah. She, she's, I, I, I love how she's drawn and I like her character a lot because she's nuts. Like She's great. Yeah, she, I'm, I'm glad she's back. She's, she was at the start. Um, Her and then the... Uh, her and the other guy who D's been impersonating for a while were kind of like the original three characters, and I thought that they were really compelling early on, and so I'm glad, I'm glad she's back. She's also absolutely crazy, right? She just like cuts his head off as like a she, she's a psychopath. Yeah, she's a psychopath. Yeah, uh, uh, and she's like the opposite kind of psychopath that the Red Ranger in the series is, who's mm-hmm. more of a narcissistic. Uh, Very much your standard or... Homelander type of yeah, yeah. I have power, me, me, big man, me, lots of money, that type of thing. Exactly. And yeah, and she's the she stood up to him for no reason, honestly, yeah. in uh, that one chapter. But she's also crazy, so it makes sense. Um, yeah. How did you yeah. feel? Um, I think we talked about this briefly, but there were some theories that because she talked back to Red, like she's the second in command, right? The JFC Junior First Class, which I think to, is, to the Yellow Ranger, yeah, to the Yellow Ranger, right? Yeah, she's on Yellow Battalion, um, and she stood up. She just talked back to the, like the Red Ranger, and we saw, I think. A chapter or two before that, maybe same chapter, Red Ranger just like killed a guy. He like spilled a drink on him. It was right so, after that, after she talked back. After yeah. it, yeah. So the theory here is that um, Suzukiri is the Yellow Ranger and our, our Yellow Keeper, and the real Yellow Keeper is like a plant or a false one. She's got the real, uh, the Dragon Keeper tool or whatever. Do you I, buy it? Over under. Nah, not really. Well, I, not yet, because I haven't seen any kind of foreshadowing or even hints to support that. Yeah, you have to read uh, pretty deep into this sassy girl talked back to a ranger, and she's the second in command, and because she did that, now she is. That means she has more power, and she's in first. Yeah, we'll see. She, I, she probably has some kind of power. She might be like an executive. She might just be a crazy person. Yep, that's. And, you said yeah. what my guess is. My guess is. Um, my guess is she's an executive. I. Yeah. Because she, where's the end of this chapter? Uh, I guess I didn't grab the picture exactly. She has a wild, like, killer. uh, She has a face here that looks absolutely insane. She's also very dead set on killing the rangers. Um, I think her sort of in-world age lines up with whenever the executives would have been disbanded. That she would have, okay, I'll become a ranger, go up the ranks, and then try to kill them. And she's sort of found a pawn that shares her her lust to kill the rangers i my guess is that she is an executive or she just has uh i'm sure she just has a traumatic backstory that's i think the most likely but i think it would be interesting if she was an executive maybe like I a, so 
it's kind of clear that she doesn't understand real world customs either. Yeah, uh, she definitely seems a little off. Like uh, part of that is the craziness, like we were talking about. But she's she's a slightly stranger. Even the jokes she makes about like being a date and dressing up and stuff is a little little different. She has a Seinfeld esque puffy shirt on right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think she's dressed like a, a doll. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a little strange. I, this is maybe more common in Japan, but uh, yeah, it's a little strange. I, I, I'm not sure. It, uh, it seems kind of buck wild to, to dress like that just casually. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think there's, she's either just weird, which is, you know, prob- the most normal, probably the most likely thing, um, or there is something going on with her. She's She's the Dragon Keeper. She's Yellow Ranger. She's an executive. She's another... Maybe she's the same as D, where she, uh, you know, is a invader and got away and has chosen this form. I don't know. There's lots of things that not a whole lot of uh, answers, evidence, yeah, yeah. evidence or answers for for anything yet. But some sure, little sure seeds planted. Yeah, a little bit, a little detached, a little weird. Um, how'd you feel? Yeah. I put this page in here, right? There, in the middle of this chapter, they walk through a um, like a picket line for mm-hmm. uh people who are sort of advocating for the invaders the invaders are people don't you shouldn't be killing them you know you won't get away with the violence disband the rangers this i thought added a layer to the story that i like that is interesting because it is not all us versus them it's like this this is in reality if if alien invaders came and we were fighting against them there would be people saying hey they're people too you can't just kill them endlessly blah 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 and you need and you need moments like this uh you're totally right and you, and you need moments like this to shift D's disposition to not be evil and for it to make sense you know yeah uh, for sure for it to not be an ass pull it's like why did he just flip flop like that you, you need a bunch of small moments like this to build a kind of justification for why he would do a good thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think this whole chapter was kind of showing there's a lot of D wrestling with the humans and the Rangers are the bad guys. And then, I mean, here at this, at the bottom with the, uh, the picture at the bottom, he clearly is not interested. It's not, he's not angry. He doesn't want to kill these humans. He doesn't find them apathetic. He's more sympathetic towards them. But then even when he sees, uh, Right, when we see the family, he's, yeah. he's sort of the same kind of surprised, right? He's definitely yeah. shown, early on you think like, oh yeah, this he hates all the rangers, rangers are the bad guys, he's the good guy. Much more shades of gray, and D is very much being humanized. Uh, you know, he is sympathetic towards humans now, and he definitely was, he saves, um, what's her name from the Green Battalion? Uh, Hisui? Hisui, yeah. He's like safe Hisui in the last arc. Um, I have a feeling he is not going to let Green and his family die. That, that would be my bet. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think so either. I, uh, it seems pretty straightforward that he's not going to let that happen. Um, whether it's by playing dumb and getting driven off by the other Rangers or doing something else, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, but, and he, he was also, I, I think he's synthetic to his kids because he like played with that uh, the guy who who's, who he's about to fight in the end of the chapter, uh, his siblings. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing where it goes next chapter. Yeah, next chapter is going to be really interesting. I'm this. this I mean, fast-paced. 
Yeah, I mean, the series has been really good for the past, like, 10 or 15 chapters, so I'm hoping it definitely keeps up. I don't think it will, so. Yeah, it's looking good. I also really appreciate, I think one last minor thing for me, I really appreciate that he's not impersonating the uh, other dude anymore. He's back to his, like, original human form. I like... For now, right. For now, yeah. I, I, I am interested to see the other dude come back. His name is just eluding me uh sakurama sakurama yeah i really want to see sakurama come back and i think the more that d impersonates sakurama the more confusing it is when we talk about him later i think this might be the first step in uh kind of re-solidifying d as his own visually as his own character and then uh sakurama as a a different character so i'm hoping that that happens yeah me too uh anything else for ranger nope all good on my end Cool, yeah, good chapter, excited. Um, I'm going to talk about Blue Box. Uh, So this is uh, the badminton sports romance, uh, which is up and down, in my opinion. Um, This chapter was a really good one, and I wanted to talk about it because um, this chapter is in the chapter before this, the rival girl who he's childhood friends with you already know where this is he rejected her he rejected yep. but he rejected her in a really good way which was healthy and he's you know he said i mean i'm not going to go into it too much but it was it was good and so this chapter was kind of the fallout um of him rejecting her uh the manager is is upset because she thought oh they're perfect i'm going to set them up together and then it turns out she just set up uh her female friend to get rejected um and it's bad but as much as this series catches shit deservedly for dragging out some of the romance things, introducing more rivals, which is, again, one of those things that people just aren't, don't have patience for anymore, including me, um, it's, a, it's a little bit better. It's actually a lot better than most of the other uh, romances, even though it does those kind of bad decisions, right? Like... Three love, love rivals or, you know, a love triangle, blah, blah, blah. Because the one shot, which you should go read, I think you've read the one shot. Maybe not. The one I shot, which is maybe like 60 or 70 pages, is really good. There's no questions. There's no love rivals. It's just the two leads. And at the end, they get, you know, they don't like officially get together, but it's like super implied. It's, it's one of those things. Um, what I like about Blue Box is when, even though there's all these sort of, tropey things in the background it's it's just written better and the characters are just more fleshed out it's just better written in general um and this this chapter shows it right because there's just a lot of fallout stuff um i also really like the the art here when they play badminton is just really good really dynamic um it's good um and then the chapter ends with with the protagonist going and asking the girl he actually likes basically out on a date says, Hey, why don't you and I go somewhere? And I will, I mean, this is, it's sort of, it's in the video I'm working on now, right? The, one of the traits of a character that makes them compelling is, um, pro tagging or being proactive. Uh, and so we will, you know, people always in romance series will stand up and cheer when you know, the dude who has been doing nothing for 200 chapters finally says, I'm going to go confess. And when he actually does it, like, that's great. We love that. And this is, that's kind of what's happening here is that finally, um, you know, last chapter, the guy rejected 
the side girl who was never going to win, who never had a chance to win, that we spent, you know, 20 chapters or something wasting time on. He rejected her, and then in this chapter, he asked the girl he actually likes to go hang out with him, and that's that's good, right? So, right. kudos to this chapter I, I, for being good. I, I hate love triangles because it just feels like it's padding and everyone does it. Uh, and that's generally the complaint that I've heard about Blue Box is we know that this is you know, the one shot he ends up with this girl, with, with Shinatsu. Um, you know he's going to end up with her. They both like each other. It's so obvious. And then they introduced, you know, a, a love rival and wasted time on that. And then, oh, did they kiss? They, everyone thinks they kissed. They didn't kiss. Is she going to ask him? It does all that stuff. And I'm not going to defend that because that has made the series worse, strictly. But when they get to character moments and stuff like in this chapter, um, it's good. So, yeah, I, I still think Blue Box is uh, better than your average romance. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's at least before I stopped reading it, just because I hate love triangles, I find them boring, and yeah. suffering bait. Um, uh, I thought the characters were interesting and well well written, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think the I mean the art, the art is is good. It has a unique flair to it. I think the paneling often is very good on this page in the in the top right. It's just super. I mean, it's just super easy to you show, and there's a lot of panels like this where it shows the back of a character's head or the side of a face and then someone else's face. This, um, These middle two panels here on the right side, um, this is the back of the head of the girl that he rejected in the last chapter and then his face and he's kind of watching. It just it just says a lot visually that you don't have to write words for. Um, and this, yeah, author's, like- this author's really, uh, Mira's really good at that, of just using, uh, using visuals to tell a little bit more of a story like even here in the in the top left whenever we get to it this side character you know just a look and then a look to the side stuff like this i really like and i think is i think makes romance a lot more visually interesting when it's often pretty pretty visually boring in manga yeah yeah it's it's a show don't tell type situation yep and it's always better yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think uh that's that's blue box i'm Happy with the trajectory it's going on. Hopefully we can revisit it soon in a couple months and it's still on a good path. Yeah, I hope so too. So the big new thing is, oh, I thought I got, I thought I got a better first chapter thing for this, but maybe not. Uh, Cypher Academy is the new thing. This is by Nisoi Isin. He's most famous for... Uh, the Monogatari series, which, depending on the day, if you ask me what my favorite anime is, it's either the Monogatari series or K-On. So I am a huge Nisoyasin fan. I have read the first two or three uh, English translated books. They translate okay. He is notorious and known for his Japanese wordplay, which does not transfer to English very well. Um the version of the anime that I like to watch was by a group that I believe no longer exists called Coal Girls. Shout out to Coal Girls if you if that group or person is still out there. Oh, Your yeah. translation of um translation of the Monogatari series is unrivaled. It's so good. Um I recommend if you know if you're the kind of person who knows where to go to get those kinds of things, absolutely check out the Coal Girls um translation of, of especially Baka Monogatari and Nisi Monogatari. Um they do all, they translate everything on screen and it's insane. And it very much makes the series better to digest, in my opinion. 
Uh, God, Cold Girls. Uh, back in the day, they got so much shit. They were pretty hated. Uh, I don't understand why. I think I think they're the best fan translation group I've ever. I, seen. I guess their translations are so good, and I think it's because they they must have some writing experience, or the person who translates is just kind of a writer because they their translations are never stilted. They know when this, hey, we just need to do a translator's note here because this doesn't translate at all, which is what you get in Bakamoto Guitari a lot is just a lot of translator's notes. But they're on screen. I mean, I don't know. I, Cold Girls is great. I wish they still did stuff. I think they, I don't think they do stuff anymore, but a couple of years ago they did a couple things. Um, yeah. The, it, it, back then it was GG, Kami, Cold Girls. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that was like, what, 15 years ago? I would have first found them. Oops. Um, I would have first found them in like maybe 2012 or 2013. The first time I would have seen Cool Girls, but yeah. But uh, yeah, well, uh, what did you what did you think of this uh, first chapter? I was very excited for this. I had some conversations on Twitter, even of hey, I think this might beat the. Uh, I think this might even beat um, the Ichinosi family for. For views, because Niso Eason is a is a big name, um, Medaka Box Med- Medaka Box is his other big uh, anime or manga, which ended years and years ago. Um, I it was not great. Would it was sub mediocre? I would say very slightly sub mediocre. I uh, I I thought it was just bad. It was um, rough. Yeah, I, it was a rough chapter one. I I, I think. I'm. I think it has potential to be better. I don't think that this. It, I don't think it ruined. I think it was so. I don't think it's so bad. It ruined it for me, and I'm not going to keep reading it. It was a very rough chapter one, especially um, for a non-Japanese native with the with a puzzle that's just incomprehensible for anyone who's not a native Japanese person, right? Yeah, it, it's it's like a cat and mouse game, except it's like a, you don't really understand what's going on. You can you just know that the character did something smart, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and aside from that, I, I thought the characters' motivations were all incomprehensible. The main character, I don't even know their motivation. Um, yeah, they don't really they don't really have cool. one yet. Yeah. So b- uh, before we tear into it, because I know we're going to, anything good that you liked about it? I'll character say, design. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought the character design, the art was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I really I have no issues visually with how it was presented. All the character designs were great. Um, I think the concept of a coding academy, uh, a code cracking academy is freaking awesome i think it's good i mean yeah the school setting is overdone but any any new twist you can put on the school setting is you know is another checkbox of we've done it yep uh that's about it though yeah i i kind of agree um yeah the characters so again this is i have a video coming out about this eventually um, there's sort of three things I like to think about when looking at a character, and that's um, how sympathetic are they, how competent are they, and how proactive are they. Our main character, we did not get any sympathy for them except for they were kind of bullied, which which makes you a little sympathetic, so there's like a little bit in there. Um, their proactivity was not great. They get found by the girl who gives the glasses out. They don't really go out of their way to do that. They get cornered by the bad girl who then forced them to do this stuff. Um, not super proactive, so not really any uh, compelling character things from there. And they are not super um, competent, right? They, If they didn't have the glasses, they wouldn't have been able to complete this crazy puzzle. They wouldn't have been able to finish their homework themselves. 
so they essentially check zero of the three boxes, right? Usually, I think that a character has to have at least one of those um, either kind of rising, like you can look at it and go, oh, they are getting better at, they're becoming more competent or they are becoming more sympathetic um, or they are becoming more proactive or one of them just has to be high, right? They just have to be really good at doing something or they're, oh, I really feel bad for them because they're an orphan or because people hate them or blah, blah, blah. Um, none of those things worked for this main character. So yeah, they were very, they were very not compelling. And man, it wasn't just the main character. It was like, you're absolutely right, but it was like everyone. There, things yeah. were just happening, and people were just doing stuff. And mm-hmm. like, for some of the characters, like the main character and the girl who looks like Fataba from yeah, glasses, 5, the glasses making girl. I don't remember five. The hacker girl. Um, yeah. both of them, any anything they were doing felt like unnatural. It just felt like it was in service of the plot, or to push the yeah. plot forward. And the antagonist, I don't even know what she was doing. Like, why are you? even interacting with this rando like the the main character why are you yeah interacting with it, was, it was it was very strange it was and, I mean, and why why is she like uh this why is this dom situation happening where she's like i'll be your... I mean, th- okay that okay that part that was the most nisoyisin part to me was where hey i promised i you know you would be my slave if you if you lost and you won so now i will be your slave like that to me is like that's straight out of bakamonogatari right like but if, it, made, it, it made sense in Bakamonogatari. That is true. Uh, it is, well, the main character is a degenerate. Yeah, I think it's more... Uh, I can't remember if I have it. Yeah. I, I think it is more just introducing us to the idea of, yes, this is still by Nisoi Isin, and so you're still going to... There's still going to be degenerate, like... The, the women are going to either be extremely dominatrix style, or... Uh, yeah, it just didn't make... It, it just felt forced. You're right. It just, the first cha- you know, you're, like... you're definitely right. The first chapter felt very sort of plot-focused, like get all the characters on the page, get the setting on the page, get the, the get the MacGuffin glasses on the page. I mean, and one of my least favorite parts is like the very last panel, which is like, oh, we're going to steal this 50 million crypto coin, crypto assets that are laying in the Cypher Academy. There are so many jokes about this online of like, well, okay, well, it's, it's 50 million now, but is it going to be 50 million by the time you steal it? Blah, blah, blah. Which was like, <laughs> I it just, I don't know, man. Yeah. T- turns out the 50 million morgue is worth like 10 bucks in, in like a year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have, uh, okay. I, one more thing I liked about, about it is I like the stupid poses the characters do. I, yeah. I, I, I like again, I think the art, it, art in the panel was endearing. good. Yeah. Uh, well, well I, I'm, I'm just a fan of these like, dumb poses because it's mm-hmm. fun it's just fun like look at the main character's pose nobody does that and if you saw yeah. anyone do that in real life you'd be like what the hell are you like what the hell are you? like maybe in like a street dance competition right it's very kind of jojo as people yeah it makes yeah, it more like, visually interesting to look at pictures like this than people just standing around and doing that and the main character i think did this a couple times right like even here right it's kind of exaggerated movements um i know i love it, it it's uh it's goofy and over the top yeah, and it's it's funny you said it, it's like people do that in a dance battle or a rap battle or whatever. Uh, he he just did a crossword puzzle, and now he's like yeah. flexing up. Yeah, um, but I mean, even this this panel of the of the three bad girls who I yeah, like I don't Joe, think they're actually going to be bad girls. They're doing the same kind of like yeah crazy poses. It just the JoJo pose, as we can refer to it, I think in general is good because 
it is visually and it is so much more interesting to look at someone doing something with their body that is interesting than to just be flat or normal. Um, I think all, most all mangaka could benefit from not going full JoJo like this series is doing, but just like putting a little bit more JoJo into their, uh, into their body posing is, is good. It's just more interesting to watch someone do something with their body. That's cool. And I, I also think it, it's like a thing. It's like, don't take this way too seriously. You know, this is not going yeah, sure. to be like a little bit goofy and a little bit over the top. And that's, yeah, this that's is definitely, totally this isn't going to be fun. Um, let's talk about the puzzle that they were forced to do. This, this puzzle was a poem where every word in the poem started with a character. There are, I believe, 47 prefectures. I think there's 47 prefectures and there's 48 um, katakana. I'm going to get this wrong and someone can call me out in the comments on it. Um, essentially, the poem had a word that had the first character, the first katakana character of one of the prefectures. And if the first character was shared, it used the second character. Once you got all of those characters... You translated that into the like full list of katakana, and that somehow got you to, by assigning the 47 hiragana in order to the prefecture initials, rearranging them in order of the Iroha poem, which is a which was the poem that was initially sort of the puzzle. Um, the cryptogram was a hint, and the, the puzzle was about her. This is incomprehensible hey. for a Western person. Even someone who is like... I have been watching anime for 15 years of my life. You have too. Most people who are reading manga are in the same boat. We know more about Japan than the average person. Um, you know, we know a little bit about the language. Some people, I would venture, even know a little bit about katakana, kanji, things like that. This is insane. I, I also, okay, so from a Western standpoint, it's indecipherable. This, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. We can't, we can't understand this. Um, but, from like i'm sure someone who speaks and can read japanese will appreciate it appreciate but, it but not understand it yeah yeah how can you keep this level of kind of code cracking up when you have to write this week to week you know like yeah well i mean you say that on the other hand here's my positive take on this i know that i mentioned for um super smartphone that you a dumb person cannot write a smart character or a smart story Mm -hmm. Niso Isin, I think, is an incredibly intelligent person, and in fact, and clearly from this 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 uh, poem cipher thing in chapter one, maybe it's indecipherable for us. I'm sure it's still extremely difficult for the Japanese to understand it. It's still really smart, and so I am excited. This is why I think there's potential here. I'm excited to have a smart writer like Niso Isin writing this, writing a series that has the potential to be a smart mystery, right? This, this to me is a straight replacement for Super Smartphone, which was bad, because that author, maybe that author just didn't, I, I'm not going to attack the author directly, Super Smartphone was a, was not smart enough to, wasn't smart enough for itself, for its own mm -hmm. story, if that makes sense. Something like Death Note works better, where the main character in that is smart, and the author is smart enough to know how to make him outmaneuver his enemies and write his enemies to still be smart enough that they're threatening. Super Smartphone was not that. I think this series has the potential to be more Death Note 
than super smartphone, right? This is a smart author who can make cool, interesting uh, hints and puzzles. Well, it, you know, yeah, I, mean, it's just, I, I, th- I think there's just potential here. I, chapter one, maybe not the best puzzle. We'll see if we're going to get a puzzle a week or if it's, I don't think it's going to be a puzzle a week. I think it's going to be maybe one puzzle a volume. So maybe every eight or 10 chapters we'll get a puzzle. Uh, so far, the vibes I got from this are not super smartphone or Death Note. Um, it's more, uh, gosh, you remember that show with the gambling? Uh, oh, Kakigiri? Kakigiri, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the kind of the vibes I got. The main character, the main villain looks just like the girl, and it, it seems like it's like a, a school for solving puzzles, just like it's a school for gambling, you know? Uh, that's, yeah. that's a vibe I got, especially since it's a little goofy, too. Um, so I'm curious if if they go what you said like a Death Note route or like a yeah, kind of mystery I, suspense route or if they go like a over the top code cracking battle shonen. Yeah, I definitely I think you're more you're more correct than I am. This I was not really comparing it to oh this is going to be a Death Note cat and mouse. I don't think it's going to be a cat and mouse game. I think you're right. I think this is going to be um this is going to be a school battle manga where the battles are code cracking cipher deciphering stuff like that i think that's definitely more uh more correct uh i think like the one while i think this setting is super cool and code cracking on on the surface level is cool i worry about more puzzles like this and uh, where i i can't understand it uh because of a language barrier and also unlike there's a lot of like school battle type shows where either they're actually fighting or they're shokugeki no soma where they're cooking um code cracking isn't like cooking right it's it's kind of unrelatable and it's not like fighting where it's like oh you you understand a fist hurts people uh this is this is something you have to use your brain for for it to be relatable um yeah and i i wonder how much mass appeal that will have you know yeah this did not i was looking at the views this got on the mong uh, for us manga plus viz the online viewers this did not this did not do great um and all of the comments i read on reddit and twitter were that it was not super well received um usually even in a bad manga the first chapter is usually okay sometimes i think you can tell like and eh, this is just going to be generic this is not going to go great but i would say usually in the first chapter you can read something and be like uh this you know Usually the first chapter is the best chapter. Um, not always, but in a lot of mediocre manga, the first chapter is the best chapter. I am hoping that the opposite is true and that this turns out to be really good later on and it just its first chapter was not good. Can you uh, think of anything like off the top of your head where the first chapter was like mediocre and not great and it turned out to be good? I'm trying to think of some I mean, examples of that. I think the start of One Piece is not the strongest, but I think it's strong enough. The first oh, chapter of One Piece is fine, good, fine. It's I, th- I thought it was great. I mean, it's simple. It yeah. tells you what kind of character Luffy is. It, I love the Shanks part where Luffy's just a dumb kid. Um, yeah. I thought that was a good shot. No, you're right, though. I'm trying to think of a series where I read the first chapter, and it's like, oh, this is whatever, fine. No, I mean, you, you're right. A bad first chapter is not something you get. Uh, I think authors spend a lot of time making sure their first chapter is good, because if you can grab readers, right, like we saw with Rory Dragon, if, if that first chapter really grabs people they'll come back right this is the this is the sequel problem essentially if you make one really good movie people will want to see 
that feeling that first good movie brought them again and again. Um, right. So they'll come back for part two and part three. Except in manga, it's weekly and it's for 300 chapters. I think I, I can think of like television shows like Parks and Rec had a bad mm-hmm. first season. Yeah, bad first season. Even The Office has kind of a weaker first season. Oh yeah, that wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't really think of... Most really manga have, have pretty strong first chapters, I would say. Even, I mean... Um, Earth Child, right? I mean, that series was garbage from chapter two until it got canceled. The first yeah. chapter of that of Earth Child is really good. It's, it's good as a one shot, yeah. Yeah, if that first chapter was just a one shot, it would be yeah, like legitimately one of the best things I would have read. Was that this year or last year? That might have been last year. I think um, it was last year. Yeah, late last year. Yeah, first chapter of Earth Child, amazing, really, really good. Chapter two through the end of Earth Child, which is I don't know twenty seven, thirty five, bad, but awful series. Um, you're right that I have not seen many, read many first chapters that I was not super compelled by. Now, there's selection bias there because the things that I'm going out and reading that are older are things that I n- know are well received, I know are good. Um, I have not gone back to read things that people go, oh, it's okay, or some people like this, some people don't. Um, yeah, you're you're completely right. It's like um, there selection are bias there too, sure. too many options of like good media out there and we don't have enough time to consume it all exactly so there's not really it's not worth spending time on things that aren't you know so i I usually i read a lot of first chapters and i also don't read a lot of second chapters. you know it's like i I drop a lot of stuff so yeah very true yeah we'll see um i i i don't know man i have faith i have faith in isuayasin i think i mean the monogatari series is so good have you seen Katana Gatari, the anime? I absolutely love Katana Gatari. It's, it's yeah. so good, right? I mean, this author, he knows he knows what he's doing, and he's known what to do for like 20 years. I, I admit, admittedly, he has done more manga than I knew. He's drawn, like authored a lot of stuff that has been drawn in manga form that I have not consumed. Um, I read the first, I read the one shot in the first chapter version of Madaka Box, and it was pretty good. Um, a yeah, decent I had first no chapter. Idea. Yeah, decent first chapter. I don't think I'm going to stick through it for 215 or however long it is, but... It's not that good, but it... Yeah. When it is good, it, it's really good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this... It might just be that this is not... Uh, this might not be Nisoyasin's medium. Um, the Monogatari series are books, right? Are light novels first. Katanagatari, I think, also was a light novel. Um, the translation to anime there is generally very good. Um, I think the... Bakamonogatari manga also is wildly good. Just like I, I almost never see people talking about it. You'll see a panel of it show up occasionally, but the uh, artist on that, whose name is Ogreto or Ogu Ogureto, something like that, it's one of the best. I mean, like Boichi Murata levels of good art, good paneling and stuff. Um, yeah, it, it really underrated, honestly. Um, but it's uh, it's kind of the symptom of having the anime as the source material first. Uh, yeah well people just go watch that when they hear bakamonogatari you know that's true and they cannot go wrong with that like i said a lot of days the monogatari series is my favorite anime um i basically what i'm saying is i'm i'm a niso yisin simp and i don't want this (laughs) i don't want the series to be as bad as this first chapter was because this first chapter was not very good yeah no no i totally get you he's he's a good author um uh, of course i haven't really finished anything he's written aside from katanagatari but um yeah yeah, I'm hoping it turns out good. I don't want to be negative on it either. Yeah, I I think it will depend on... 
I don't think you can do a cipher every week. I think that's too much. I think people will lose interest or they will become, the ciphers will just become bad too fast. And I, yeah, I'll give it a volume, right? Which is, which is for the first volumes, it's usually five to eight chapters. So we'll see. I I think he just has to make the main character interesting in some way. Yeah. And I think we got a little bit of a hint of there's something going on, right? Like, why is there a boy at a mostly all girls school? It's because it's not the angle, it's not the harem angle, which is usually why there's a boy at an all-girls school, right? I so. I can't really understand him. He just, if, why did he join the school? He doesn't know. He just wanted yeah. to go to school. And yeah. uh, he's like timid and kind of reserved, but he's a nice guy. And then when he's like solving the puzzle with the glasses that he got help with, he's being all cocky all of a sudden. And I'm yeah, like, very. What, what kind of character are you? I can't tell. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking to Monogatari when you get like the introduced introduction of a new character. How? Because generally, by the end of those arcs, those characters are extremely well fleshed out. You understand them perfectly. The sort of emotional climax that they get is amazing. Their introductions are. I don't know. It's so hard for me to not think about like episode one or or the first uh, Bakamonogatari volume. That's where you know the introduction of Senjo Gahara is like you see her like magically falling down like a spiral set of staircase and uh, Araragi like catches her and then later on she like threatens to cut him with a bunch of like pens and pencils and school things like in her hands it's like the most insane compelling wild thing that has ever happened and this series was not that so yeah and it's just the first chapter. I'm sure things will change, but um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's interesting because he does characters really well. And I, I felt like that was the weakest part of the first chapter. So, yeah. um, I right, give it I'm a rating, give it a rating. S is exceptional. F is bad. Where is it? C. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm in the same place. I'm it's, it's a C yeah. it's generally not good. Um, a couple of angles that are still, that are still worthwhile. The art. And again, yeah, I, 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 oh, one, one more thing I did like is um, I did like how the main villains, or villain for now, uh, Lackey's friends, um, were just talking about how weird the dude it was for talking out loud. Um, because he was weird. He, he was just yeah. like mumbling like a crazy person to himself. Um, and they they comment on that for like like three times in a row. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That was, that was actually kind of funny. Yep. Um, uh- I yeah. have I have faith. My faith will remain in Niso Yisin until this is consistently bad. I I am I hope and I assume this will get better as it goes on. So yeah, it's it's a C for me though. This first chapter was not great. I'm hoping it's something that I don't drop in like three weeks or a month, you know? Yep. But I guess we'll see. Yep. Speaking of dropped, I dropped the video game what was it called? Oh, I didn't read that. I'm the it's Bug boring. Devil uh, Bug Monster Black the Black Knight. No, devil, the devil game, uh, game, devil? Game, devil, game, game devil, game devil, game devil. Yeah. Again, that's one of those uh, first chapters. It's like, oh, this is interesting. This is cool, cool ideas. And then chapter two is like, mm, and chapter three is like, this is now the most generic thing I have ever read. I think we just got chapter five, and it's just, I mean, it is garbage bad now. I I kind of just wanted it to be good because I thought the pixel art was cool. Yeah, the pixel art was cool. It was a cool idea. Cons- yeah. Consistently boring. Um. Just super. Yeah. Super boring main character who had potential to be good um yeah you wanted to address real quick so we got chapter two of yeah. uh, the ichinosi family 
I, yeah, I think we do a, since these are these chapter ones of Shonen are coming out. I think we do a, just a quick check in on mm-hmm. how chapter two is, um, because that's where a lot of people see Earth Child uh, end up yeah, screwing up. Exactly. You know, the um, first chapter we'll, is can you introduce it well, and the second chapter is okay. Can you? Is it a consistent series? Is it still good? Yeah, and I think we can do that for Cipher Academy just to see if it's improved next week. But and then we'll check in after the volume's done or something. But um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, just as strong as the first chapter. I think we're gonna go through we're gonna go through his problems at school, bullying and whatnot, uh, may, and understand as an audience why he hates society. Uh, and then I, I assume we go through the rest of the family members at some point as well. Uh, yeah. Figure do out you, what's going on to make them the way they are. Do you think that we're going to? Uh, no spoilers, but uh, do you think it's going to be? a mere more like Takopi's original sin where we sort of got, we got one, two, three kids and then they're all kind of resolved at the end. Do you think we're going to get the family, each of them, and then they're all resolved at the end of, you know, 90, a hundred chapters, however long this is, or do you think we'll get smaller arcs where one person is resolved and the next person, or, you know, one thing is slightly resolved, move on to the next issue. Which way do you think uh, yeah, this is going to go? I, I see this being like a hundred chapter thing or more. Um, if it's, stays popular uh mainly because takapi had three characters right three characters yes. that we yeah. actually look into and more focus on the two girls here we have like six at least but, but potentially six right like yeah. assuming we don't follow the the dude the whole time um so yeah i think there's just like a lot of stuff to explore with how even that first chapter set set stuff up um yeah so yeah, I, I see it being just a longer form version of Takopi, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, see, uh, I less, feel very similar. Yeah, less dark. Yeah, definitely less dark. Still dark, but not like uh, my mom. Like I, I hung myself or something. You know, like not uh, so abusive. I'm uh, I'm actually fully expecting something of that degree. Maybe not maybe not suicide, but I'm expecting self harm or that kind of general i'm expecting abuse in the series it, it clearly seems like that's where it's going uh, so i'm i'm fully prepared for those kinds of things to show up in this series i, I think I, I don't see any I, I see abuse but not like familial abuse happening uh yeah I, it, I, you're right I, 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 yeah it does not seem just from chapter one and chapter two it does not seem like the family's problems are between each other it doesn't seem like uh it seems like they're outside the family right now maybe that changes as we go but the 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 main lead boy was not abused by his family he was abused by his schoolmates so i'm assuming that's going to be things like that right like oh the dad something is wrong with his work and the mom something is wrong with her mom group or you know something like that so and i i kind of see it can i of course i don't know right and this is a speculation but i i can see it going a similar way of takopi where uh their problems aren't really solved at the end but the two girls have each other as friends where mm-hmm. they can talk about their issues with uh, I feel like in the first chapter you saw how terribly messy the house was, yeah, uh, and how they all have their individual rooms. I have to imagine that they're just kind of bottling up their problems and not uh, like talking to each other about it. You know, like not having support systems for issues that are mentally affecting them in right, disastrous yeah. ways. So I, 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 my guess is that by the end or as you go towards the end, that's going to be kind of a theme where the family relies on each other more. Um, it also shown in this chapter where everyone just went their separate ways. Like, like yeah. even grandma and grandpa, they, they, they just like, 
everyone went in a different direction without telling each other, you know? Yeah, I I think that's a good call. I think the in the way that Takopi was sort of about friendship as an escape for family, this one might be more about family as a escape or support system for other Society, issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, at least that's what it's. It, that's my speculation. We'll we'll see how, where I it agree, actually yeah. goes. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you there. Um, anything else about manga before we go for uh, one more thing here? Uh, yeah, I I did want to just uh give a shout out to Chainsaw Man for being freaking <laughs> hilarious. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, it was a great chapter, but uh the idea that Denji doesn't have a part time job because it's against school rules, so instead he picks up used cigarettes, empties the tobacco, rolls them up, puts them in another cigarette container, and sells them. For, to circumvent those school rules for fifteen dollars or like fifteen hundred yen, which is like yeah, it's like twelve bucks, yeah. or eleven bucks or something, which is like incredibly expensive. Although I don't know, yeah, what, it, I don't know what they cost in Japan, so maybe that's normal. But well, it's two packs for fifteen bucks uh, for fifteen hundred yen, and they cost like ten bucks in Japan for a pack. Yeah, uh, so it's like they're they're not saving much. The homeless people, I mean, but um, yeah. Either way, the fact that Denji thinks he this is how he can make money by not getting a part-time job is by this is his idea of not breaking school rules he's doing a good thing yes <laughs> uh it's just a very dingy attitude and i'm like i'm consistently surprised as to how how uh fujimoto writes this man child um it's just it's just hilarious and i love it denji is an amazing character yeah i I agree. It's great. I think we'll have to do before the end of the year, we will likely do another chainsaw man focus or one of us will bring chainsaw man. I, the last two or three chapters have been wild and it's going to come to a head eventually where we're just going to have to talk about it. So I'm excited. I this last chapter. I really liked Just Take a look at it. Even just the art, the visual storytelling in, in this last chapter was so good. I, I think I told you this, but this is one of, if not my favorite chapter yeah. of part two What's this one that just aired, which I think would be one twelve or one thirteen. Um, and I don't know if we talked about this on the pod or anything, but um, we did call it from chapter two onwards. We knew that Asa is going to try to date Denji to turn yeah. him into a weapon to fight Chainsaw Man with, not knowing that he's Chainsaw Man. And yeah. Denji just wants to talk to a girl. Yeah, uh, he's maybe, so that yeah. that last panel where he's just like, okay, yeah, I'll go. He looks so sad and so dejected. He's, it's oh man, it's so rough. I, I'm trying not to spoil, but the, the things that he goes through with women in part one of Chainsaw Man are, would, oh, would not leave me or anyone in a good or trusting place with women. And so the fact that he is like, okay, yes, sure, I will date this girl from school who I know, who I've talked to before, who thought I was lame. It's like, oh man, I, it's even sadder knowing that Denji's uh, prime motivation throughout the series is just to be in a relationship He's, he's, just, he's just a regular lonely like 16 year old dude he might be 17 now but like yeah it's it's very sad i uh, i think, I think this will end to... sorry go ahead sorry yeah he seems he seems ultra de- like signs of depression even though he's acting like goofy denji right now I, I think he's like he has to be fucking depressed as hell you know yeah i mean i'm trying yes he has no he has no job he has not really any friends at school, just the people he know, the one dude he knows from the, um, from the devil killer group or whatever. He doesn't have he, a girlfriend. He spends all of part one, like 
trying to touch Miserable. boobs, trying to have sex, trying to get a girlfriend, trying to have people love him. Yeah. And, and, he, and he got that. And, and he, he did. And, and more. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll stop talking about it because uh, we'll too many it's, people are watching it. Yeah. It's good. It's good for sure. Um, uh, but yeah. Shout out to that. Yep. All right. Uh, just one more thing. Some other stuff that we're doing. I'll go first. Uh, the Lost Metal by Brandon Sanderson. I got this book last Wednesday. I finished it on like Saturday, maybe Thursday night. Um, it was it was not my favorite Sanderson book. Um, so Sanderson has this idea where all his not all of his books, but a lot of his books are set in the same universe on different planets, which all have different magic systems, right? Called the Cosmere. Um, usually when you hear about like another planet or another kind of reference to another book, it's very tongue in cheek. It's very hidden. It's very snide. You have to really be looking for it. You know, he'll say, oh, you know, this uh, person with this color hair, and that means that they're from this other planet. Or, oh, you see, they saw glowing sand in the Cabinet of Wonders, and that, oh, the glowing sand means it's from another planet. This book does not do that. This book has characters show up, and they say, hello, my name is Steve. I am from Planet 25. My magical powers are, are I use tissues to create magical waves of fire. Um, I can do this 27 times in a row before I need to recharge. Hello, this is my friend, Tim. He is from Planet 35. He has magical powers, which involve ice cubes. It's very... And Brandon had said this before it came out, where he said, oh, this is very... You know, the Cosmere is present and front and center here, all the different planets and stuff. I don't... I, I didn't make me like the way it was handled. Everything is very much just... Hello, yes, my name is this. I am I am virtually from this planet. I can use these magic powers. Watch me use these magic powers. Okay, here's another one. Um, a lot of that. That being said, his character stuff is still great. Um, I really liked the climax of the book, all the character stuff. Uh, not not one of his stronger books, but even a even kind of a weaker Sanderson book is still pretty good. and I still tore through it. Uh, very readable. Can't suggest the author enough if you if you like fantasy. Now moving into sci-fi, uh, big magic systems guy, the magic systems guy, essentially. Still good. It looks like Sherlock Holmes with guns. It's it's very... So the first... This is like f the last of a four-part series that are kind of novella, novel length. The It's very kind of Western progress into turn-of-the-century type stuff. Um, like 1910s, 1920s. Yeah, the main character is like a cowboy who goes home and has to like, he becomes like a senator and has to do normal stuff. But, oh, but he's still a rough and tumble cowboy, dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't see anything. I can't see anyone but Matt Mercer. I really need this to be made into like a TV show soon so that Matt Mercer can play the lead. Because I'm not even that like huge of a Matt Mercer fan. Like I think he's a great voice actor. The other stuff he does doesn't really interest me mostly. Um but all of the all of the covers, they just draw the main character like fifty year old Matt yeah. Mercer. And Yeah, you're right. It looks just like Matt Mercer. Yeah. And I can't really see that other guy's face super well, but it looks like uh Matt Smith. He Cassidy. doesn't like Matt Smith, yeah. Yeah, get the two Matts in here, man. Yeah, I this character, the other character, Wayne, he's not well liked by the fandom. He has some issues. Uh his stuff kind of came to a head in this book. I have more fun when I read uh when I read Wayne, like he's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Reading like, Wayne is like, like, like is he's, he a Mac? He's more of a, it's so hard. 
I love Brandon Sanderson. I think he's an amazing writer. He is not very funny. Every time he tries to write comedy, it falls flat for me. I've read oh no, every book he's written. I have laughed out loud like maybe once, like once, maybe twice. I couldn't tell you when. This he's supposed to be a comedic relief character, right? His whole thing is that his whole thing is that he's very good and practiced at um, impersonating other people and doing accents. And he he has this like kleptomania thing where he'll like he'll steal somebody's hat so that he can get into their mind and like pretend to be them and do their accent. Blah blah blah. It's much funnier if you imagine Charlie Day trying to do all this than it is okay. actually uh, just uh, that- reading the book. Okay, yeah, you just saying Charlie Day. It went from uh, a lol random. Uh, annoying character to Charlie which is kind Day of how it. most people read him yeah it's like but if, yeah if i would read him and i would be like haha and i'm like yeah but if it was charlie day it would be really fucking funny but the thing is if it is charlie day he can't be too competent because that yeah takes away from the funny it doesn't totally um, work i i do not think you could slap charlie day into a movie or tv adaptation and it would work at all for this but again i again i love sanderson he's his prose is very simple it's very easy to read um his humor is just, he just cannot write humor. It's all this like bookish witticisms. I, yeah. And Wayne is supposed oh. to be like the funniest character he's ever written. And it's, he just can't laugh. But again, if you just imagine Charlie day doing it, it just is so much funnier. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, it's really funny, right? Because Charlie day is so, he's not talked about a ton, but he's so beloved. Like people give shit for Chris, Pratt not doing like doing a bad Mario accent or not changing his voice. And I agree, it sucks. Yeah. But Charlie Day just sounded like he was doing Charlie Day as Luigi, and I'm like, perfect. Aces. Yeah, but it's it like d- yeah, I don't know. But Charlie Day is already a character, so playing himself is is generally fine. He, so Yeah, and his voice is like very unique. Even though it sounds like Charlie Day every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh like I'm I'm fine with it. You know, it's like Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh on my end. So that's I, yeah, that's lost metal. Yeah, I, I've been playing a game called Tactic Ogre Reborn. Tactics Ogre Reborn. Um, it's uh, same person who made Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, so it came from the nineties. Uh, yeah, that's same, been remade. Is this a new studio or is this by Enix? Square Enix. Uh, I think it is still Squeenix. Um, I will say it is uh, better than Final Fantasy Tactics or any Tactics game I've played. It's missing out on a few quality of life stuff, but. Basically, the reason it's so good is the combat's amazing, but the story is pretty fucking great. Like yeah. every single mission in the game, it's uh, if you do something, anything you do has an impact. So like, there's a mission where it's like, hey, my like a dude came up, it's like, hey, my friends are kidnapped. I'll let you use my boat to get to this island, and you need a boat. Uh, if you help me out, and if that dude and his friends die, you go back to the boat, and you're you're you and your crew, and you're like. Okay, I guess we have a free boat now. Uh, whereas, like, they'll take you and you'll have like more quests with them and stuff if they survive. Uh, also, it's like a it's a, a lot about genocide, war, and I, blood and all that stuff. Every Final Fantasy Square Enix related title is about like yeah. Name me a Square Enix title that does not have genocide in it related true. somewhere. It, you, you need the you genocide yeah. for the stakes. Uh, but the the good thing about this is. Um, at the very beginning of the game, or towards the beginning of the game, you have a choice whether to uh, kill a bunch of innocent civilians and blame it on the enemy, or say, hey, no, I'm not doing that, and defy your leader. Uh, you killed you take the I didn't, because uh, I'm too much of a goody-two-shoes. Sh- totally but if you, yeah, if you say no, uh, you go down 
a, a less good path. If by being good, you go down like a shittier path, uh, because everyone's like, so what are you like? What are you even fighting for? He's like, I just want peace. And he's like, how, how are you going to achieve peace? You know, it's like yeah. I, I and the main character's like, I don't know. Like he literally has no idea. It's like being a goody two shoes doesn't pay off in war. Because... I, yeah, that's I. I'm glad Square Enix is doing that because in virtually every other game where you're, I mean, I'm thinking of not Square Enix stuff, but I'm thinking of like Fire Emblem, where it's like, oh yeah, we'll just use the power of good and always being good to stop the evil. You know, again, genocide, war, you know, warmongering bad guys, and it's just like, well, you know. You do kind of have to fight fire with fire when someone's waging war, so that I'm I'm yeah. glad. And but I mean, like this this like this is definitely a war crime that you're presented with at the very beginning. Um, but the thing is, you get a more you get a better ending and a more narratively satisfying story if you do the war crime and then regret it and like try to find a way. Like as you go through the story, it's like. So doing the war crime is actually like the better decision in the long run. I which, yeah, it's a bold decision. I, I love think, it. I think that's compelling storytelling. Have someone making a making a big mistake early on and regret it. That I mean that yeah that works as opposed to just always being a goody two shoes. Goody two shoes are non compelling mostly. So yeah, it's uh it's just basically saying you know the the saying the ends never justify the means. Right. Yeah. Uh, th- this is this game is saying sometimes the ends end up being better if you do some really mean shit. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, let's, I, let's I end, we'll, we'll end it on a big thing. I mean, it's, it's the question of dropping the atomic bomb. It's like, did we kill tens of thousands of people? Yes. Did we save lives in the end by not prolonging the war? Probably. Does that mean it was good? I don't know. Uh, and you know, at the end of the day, we wouldn't have gotten Godzilla. That's true. And I think that's that's the ultimate victory. No, uh, <laughs> One of the most interesting conversations that I I have is the that I I have seen discussed is the way that Japan and the West view atomic bombs. Right on on in America, atomic bombs create superheroes, and then in Japan, atomic bombs create Godzilla. I think that's such an interesting conversation that like atomic bombs create monsters and enemies, and then on our side, it's like, oh yeah, you got hit by atomic blast. You're uh, Mr. Manhattan now, and you have superpowers and can do anything. You're uh, Adam. What's Adam Man? I, What's the DC? I, I would agree. I would agree, but not with Doctor Manhattan because he was not a good guy. He also did war crimes. <laughs> That's true. He was told to do war crimes, and he wasn't sure because he had no feelings. Um, I'm thinking, like, is it the Adam? Adam Man? Captain? Captain Adam? Captain Adam? What is the Captain. DC character that's? That sounds like... Captain Adam. Captain Adam, yeah. He's another one of those guys that's just like... I think Manha- Dr. Manhattan was a uh, pastiche parody spoof of him, kind of. But anyways, yeah. on that note, uh, any last any last comments? No, I, I, I was uh, about to side tangent and just derail us. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm all good. Yeah, cool. Um, thanks for listening or watching. Uh, remember, if you want to support the channel... Uh, check out my Patreon. That is patreon.com slash WGBmanga. Um, check me out on Twitter. I started a Hive. They're both at WGBmanga. I have done nothing on Hive. I think it's garbage. There's not even a web browser for it. Uh, yeah, there I don't think... Them. No. That, which is like... I I mean, I do browse Twitter on, on phone, but browsing it on web is much better for saving pictures and engaging continually, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't think I'm going to check out Mastodon. I looked at it. And it doesn't seem doesn't seem like it's good for a creator. Um, it's a bad name. 
It'll yeah, not yeah, not a great name. Um, don't forget, you can always find me on the YouTube channel by searching white, gray, black, gray with an E. Um, and as always, thanks for being with us this week. And don't forget to read more manga. See ya. Adios.